Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 471. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about love. Uh, Love. Yeah. Uh, I want to get real uh, about the subject because, you know, I I still think it's very funny or, I don't know, serendipitous or, or just random that I do this for a living, that I share my feelings for a living, that I talk about these things for a living. And, you know, because of that, I spend a lot of time each day just thinking about life, about love, about, you know, asking people, observing what people are going through on a daily basis. And lately, I've seen a lot of articles and podcasts and posts talking about love, right? This this ethereal idea, this concept, love. I've seen a lot of posts, which is great. And specifically, a lot of posts and topics trying to help people answer the question of how do you know when you're in love? Because that's a very important question, right? And don't get me wrong, anyone who steps up and shares their perspective, what they've learned, it's always valued, it's always appreciated, truly. The the gift of life is to live and learn and then to share that with the world or with friends or with family or whoever. But lately, I've seen a lot of posts and articles talking about what it means to be in love. Two words, in love. How do you know when you're in love? How should you feel? What does that feeling look like? What does it feel like? What should we expect so we know when we're in love or we're not in love? And if you listen to the podcast, uh, you know that sometimes I get hung up on words, uh, just words, right? I'm, I'm all in on the power of the words we use, literally the words, the, the phrases, the adjectives, the verbs that we use in life and why we use them. We are practical, logical humans and a word, the right one or the wrong one, it can really dictate a lot about what we want, what we expect, how we see the world. And in the case of the phrase 
being in love or just in love or feeling in love, right off the bat, I think it kind of sets us off in the wrong direction. And that's what I want to talk about uh, in this episode. Specifically, I don't think love is a sustained feeling. You're not always in love in the way that it's advertised. <laughs> you know, you might certainly feel butterflies and, and rainbows and you might feel a certain kind of way. I certainly hope so. But I don't think that's long-term love. And I don't think it's a good definition of what being in love is. I think love is a choice. And when we look at it this way, the choices we make, the choices our partner makes, I think we can get a much more practical and clearer picture of what love is. So that then when that feeling of butterflies isn't there, because it won't always be there, of course, so that in that case, we don't freak out and we don't second guess ourselves or our worthiness in our relationship. So just a short episode. It's an uplifting episode. I want to talk about what love is. I want to talk about why I say love isn't a feeling, it's a choice. And I'll hop right into it. Quick reminder that my new book, That's Bold of You, I know I won't shut up about it, but I am very proud of this one. Uh, and I would be remiss to not remind folks that it's on sale now. It's actually 10% off on Amazon right now. It really, really, really means a lot to me when you pick up a copy and it's doing really well on Amazon. As a result, it's top seller uh, in several categories, which means a lot. So if you've been thinking about picking up a copy, Now's a great time to do so and to step into your most vibrant, weird, uh, and real self. And if you've already picked it up, thank you. Seriously, thank you. If you're enjoying it and you can take 30 seconds to rate and review the book on Amazon, my day would be uh, double made. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But let's talk about love. Let's talk about love. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. Love is a choice, not a feeling so much. It's more than a feeling. It's more than an emotion. It's more than an emotional state of being. It's more than that. And the idea for this episode came from Shocker, Reddit. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm always referencing Reddit. Um, and I actually posted this on TikTok months ago. Uh, and just recently, it came back to me and reminded me of my perspective on this. There was a post on Reddit where someone asked the question, how do you know when you're in love? And someone's answer was as follows. They said, you know you're in love when their mere presence puts you at ease, when you'll admit even your worst fears and traits without hesitation and accept theirs without question, when even on the worst day of your relationship you know that you want to be with them, when you put your ego and stubbornness aside and solve any issues that come up between you, when you want to tell every detail of your day the second you see them. That was the answer. It's a great answer, right? That feels really good. And I posted that months ago and the response of, of people on TikTok and Instagram immediately was, yes, Case, that is amazing. That is love. I want that. I want to feel that way. That is what I deserve. That feels amazing. And yes, I hope the love that you invite into your life, the love that you create in your life makes you feel in love as we've come to know it and expect warm, fuzzy, supported in love. Certainly. But let's think about this. Let's think about it practically. What that person on Reddit just described as being in love, the feeling of being in love, it's not just a feeling. It's not just an emotion. It's more than a state of being in love. Each one of those things he rattled off or she rattled off, I don't know, those are choices. Each one of those things are actions, verbs, things that are done that reflect love, and that, sure, lead you to feel in love. But the starting point is the choice that was made, the action that was carried through by the partner or by yourself, right? So thinking about the post from Reddit, they said, their mere presence puts you at ease. 
Well, that was a choice. That was a choice to make time for each other. That's making time amidst maybe a busy week, a busy calendar, amidst maybe wanting to be alone, being stressed, having a to-do list a mile long. It was a choice to make time for each other, a choice. Or in the post, you'll admit even your worst fears and traits without hesitation and accept theirs without question. That is a choice, of course. It's a choice to be vulnerable, a choice to be honest, a choice to listen without judgment. It was a choice, not just a feeling. Or even on the worst day of your relationship, you know that you want to be with them. That is a choice, right? You're making a choice to be with them, a hard choice, a choice that defines your commitment. Reading on, when you put your ego and stubbornness aside and solve any issues that come up between you, well, that's definitely a choice. It's a choice to communicate. It's a choice to not close off. It's a choice to not just be triggered and overreact. It's a choice to listen calmly and be in the relationship. That's a choice. And then finally, when you want to tell them every detail of your day the second you see them. Yes, certainly a choice, right? A choice to confide in someone, a choice to tell them about what excites you, and a choice for them to listen, no matter how weird or boring or irrelevant the story is that you're telling, right? So how do you know when you're in love? Well, it's when you make the choice to do the things that reflect your love. And when your partner does the things, makes the choices to do the things that reflect reflect their love for you, right? Love is a choice. It's a choice more than a feeling. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. And I suppose when I say it and break it down like this, yeah, practically, you know, you're not going to disagree with that. Yes, of course, love, 
whether it's a feeling or not, it has to be supported and backed up by actions. No one's going to disagree with that, right? But I wanted to do this episode because I talk to a lot of people and love is such a tough subject to address. Like, how could it not be? Love is up and down. It's exciting and then boring. It's left and then right. It's amidst the, the larger events of your life, friendships and work and your inner life and yourself and everything. It's it's personal. It's subject to so many variables in life. And I've just found that amidst this thing called life, if we look at love as a feeling and only a feeling, as a feeling that we either have or we don't, as zero or one, binary, yes or no, if we look at love as something we either feel or we don't feel, I think we're setting ourselves up to be really confused because there's going to be days, of course, where you're with your person. That's your person, your amazing person, your chosen person, and you're not going to feel completely in love with them. In love. That's based on the feeling we've come to expect as advertised, right? The butterflies and rainbows seen and felt and touched head to toe in an intoxicating sense of togetherness. We're not going to feel that in that moment. And that could be for, you know, any number of reasons, I suppose, that do not define the health of the relationship. Maybe it's because you're just irritable that day and you're on each other's nerves, or maybe you're distracted by the million and one things you have to do or have going on, or maybe the relationship has gotten a bit boring recently. And yeah, practically in that moment, in the moment you're, you're looking at the health of the relationship, you might not feel in love. That is, feel in love by the definition you've come to expect. That is looking at love as a feeling. And in those completely normal human instances, if you've decided your North Star for the health of your relationship is a feeling, well, you're naturally going to start to doubt yourself. You're going to think your love has failed. It's died. The spark is gone. It's gone. And that's not fair. And it's likely not true. Because again, love is a choice, not a feeling. The choices you make, the choices your partner makes, they make you feel in love. But to define it the other way around, I think sets you up and me and us, all of us up to be confused. Because love is always a choice. It has to be, right? Free will, love is a choice. It's a choice that both of you make. It's a choice to be open and honest, to be supportive and understanding, to make time for each other to give each other what you both verbally say you need, to be there for each other, choices. Choices defined by actions, by consistent actions, by a commitment to consistent actions. And yes, I certainly hope you then get the amazing, life-changing side effect of those choices, which is feeling in love. That's feeling totally understood and supported, knowing that someone is there for you and you're there for them, being intimate, leaving nothing left unsaid, sharing with each other the most personal details of your lives and your pasts and what's on your mind. I hope you feel that word feel. I hope you feel that. I hope you feel it in your heart and your body. And I hope it makes you feel at peace. And certainly if we think about this, if we really think about it, we could start making a chicken and egg argument here, right? That a feeling of love has to exist in order to motivate you to make choices. The ones I'm describing here, Yes, of course, you do need that that click, that excitement, that emotional commitment to want to make the tough choices that you need to make to be in a healthy relationship. But we have to recognize that when it comes to evaluating, evaluating the health of our relationship and our existence within it, I don't think we should evaluate it only with a question like, do I feel in love? Rather, look at it through the lens of the choices being made or not made. Are you making the ones that reflect your love? 
Is your partner making those choices as well? All the ones listed earlier, right? You'll know when you're in when you're in love, when their mere presence puts you at ease, when you admit your worst fears, when you want to be with them, when you put your ego aside and you solve issues, when you tell them details of your day, right? To be motivated to make choices for each other, yes, you need a, a grounding, a feeling, the click, the understanding, the the je ne sais quoi of being in love. But still, we have to look at at love through the lens of it being a choice. And I think this is so empowering. I think it can give us a lot of clarity. Love is a reflection of commitment. Love is a reflection of the choices we make to reflect that commitment. Love is filled with difficult choices, choices that define the health of a relationship because each one of you are willing to do them and make them no matter how challenging or uncomfortable they might be. So I do, of course, think love is something you feel. Of course, I'm not not saying it's not, but more than that, love is something you do and it's something your partner does. And we'd be remiss to forget that fact. And I think we'd be even more remiss to only gauge the health of a relationship through feelings. Because as I always talk about and encourage you to examine, there's a difference between facts and feelings. And there's no, no more relevant area of life than love to remember this. Love is a choice. That is the fact. And it's funny, you know, I sat down and I wrote this outline for this episode, all jazz that I came up with something earth shattering to me. Uh, but I Googled this to see if, you know, if anyone else was saying anything similar or different so I could react to it. And lo and behold, quite a few people recognize this. Uh, Stephen R. Covey, uh, you know, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People author, he says, love is a verb. Yes. Doctor Who has a quote that says, love is not an emotion. Love is a promise. Yes. So this isn't entirely original, I suppose, (laughs) me sitting here thinking it is. So perhaps this is a very human truth that we maybe were quick to forget, but that we know needs to be acknowledged when we need to get real with ourselves. Look at the choices being made. We need to acknowledge choices and feelings, actions and feelings. In a relationship, it's good, of course, to ask yourself this question, do I feel loved? Yes, good starting point, of course, but I think we need to get specific. Because again, it's easy to not feel love. Sometimes, one day, two days, it's easy to maybe not know what feeling you need to feel in order to say yes, right? We're confused sometimes, so we need to get specific. Do I feel loved? Well, ask yourself, what choice does your partner make or need to make in order to make you feel loved? I think that's a better starting point. Look at the choices. Start with choices, with promises, with verbs. Love is a verb, right? And yes, those are verbs that are motivated by love in the first place, by commitment, by connection, by the spiritual nature of love. But the outcome will always be the same. The choices that one makes or doesn't make, the promises they keep or don't keep. And perhaps when we look at feelings and choices in this way, we can open ourselves up to more varieties of love. We can let new love in into our lives. Maybe that's the kind of love that is reflected in your partner making you morning coffee or doing the little things for you without noticing or staying up late just to listen even when you have an early morning or offering understanding without limits or empathy at face value and so on and so on. So just throwing out a thought here about choices. Love is most certainly a feeling. To say it's not would really neutralize the amazing emotional, spiritual, energetic state that being in love does in fact offer you. It is a full mind, heart, body feeling. 
But that feeling is made real by choices. That is the clarity we should look for. Because at the end of the day, choices define everything. Like the inverse of everything I'm talking about would be true as well. There are relationships, toxic relationships, if you want to label, where you might feel in love. But if you were to take a step back and look at the choices being made or not being made, I think that could give you the clarity you need to say that feeling is not reflective of the choices that are being made here. So something to think about as well. This isn't an episode in that sense. It's more the flip side. But think about that as well. You might feel in love, but really the choices being made would say otherwise. But I'll end it here. The choices remind you of the feeling that should underpin the relationship. And you deserve to see those choices being made by your partner in the same way that you make them for them. So I'll end it right here. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend and if you'd head over to amazon.com and check out my new book, That's Bold of You, uh, that would mean the world to me. But that is it. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.